Hello, everyone, and welcome to Optimal Miles Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about, I think, Dr. Greg Brannon's favorite subject because I hear quite a bit about it, vitamin D. Dr. Brannon, of course, is medical director and owner of Optimal Bio. The CEO is Tyler Brannon, and Jason Rosso is with us, a director and education person for Metagetics. And to all of you, thank you for being here. Why is vitamin D so important to our health, Dr. Brannon? Vitamin D was named vitamin D because the fourth vitamin isolated in early 19. 1900s. Since that time, we found out it's actually a secosteroid, an anabolic steroid like estrogen, testosterone. It makes cells grow. Jump up 100 years. Now we know after the genome project of our 23,000 genes, vitamin D affects over 3,000 of them. Well, I could just go over numbers on Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease and cardiovascular disease. We've seen that when your level's over 30, it decreases rickets. But we know that's the minimum it does. When you start getting over 50 and 60, heart protection, cardiovascular protection, their studies showing recurrence of breast cancer decreased 400% when it's over 80. I could keep going and going and going, but it is essential that we have vitamin D in our body. And UVB rays do convert our body. The problem is, what does sunscreen do? It blocks UVB. So we started doing, let's do the science today, but it is essential for our health and our the anti-aging, anti-cancer parts of it are through the roof. And Jason, why is it so important? Yeah, um, well, we don't get a lot of it. In, in the, I live in the northern hemispheres and <laughs> you need at least 10% of your body for a minimum of 30 minutes to start synthesizing vitamin D. And a lot of us aren't good at converting that anyway. There are some foods that are fortified, but it's not that much. And uh, I know we're going to talk about some quality a little bit, but um, vitamin D is, there's there's receptors for almost every cell line in the body for vitamin D. It's one of the only substances that that has. So it plays a hugely important role almost everywhere. Why is your product so much better? Uh, it's the quality and the form. A lot of what people take for vitamin D on the open market and what's prescribed is vitamin D2, which needs to be converted again in the body. We give you the 125 hydroxy vitamin D3 which is the body user form. It's the, what the body uses, so you don't have to worry about conversion with it. It's the, what the body needs. That's one thing, but quality-wise is probably the biggest thing. I had a paper that I brought up, and I can put this out on your website if you want, but it's the research letter from JAMA, volume 173, number seven, and it's entitled, Over-the-Counter and Compounded Vitamin D, Is Potency What We Expect? And what they did, basically, was they took um, five pills from 15 different randomly selected vitamin D products off a shelf, none were named, and they split them into two different samples, sent them to two labs for accuracy so they could get a, a, a common ground there. And then what they found was there was between nine and 140% variance in potency in those products, just as an average. With what we do at Metagenics, we assay everything at the beginning and at the end of, of expiration. We also launched a program called True Quality where you can take a any lot number of any bottle, any Metagenics product, and you can type it into the website and it'll show you all the analytics ever done on that product, batch by batch. So there's complete transparency. And I don't know of any other company in the world that does that. But for the doctor to use that in his, with his patients, it's going to come down to, I want 5,000 IUs, or I want 10,000 IUs. That's what the patient's going to get. I, I'm sure you often hear, well, I can get the vitamin D at the Walmart. I can get it at Costco. It's so much cheaper and it's so much more convenient. Tyler, what do you say to the patients when they say that? We talk about the quality of the supplements and why we chose Metagenics. And then we describe, you know, the other ingredients and the fillers that might be in the supplements that they're currently taking, which can be chemicals or you know making them either sicker or um, not even getting the d3 as jason mentioned um the correct d3 into your body so it's not even helping with what you're actually think you're taking well doctor can you um get too much vitamin d i mean are there side effects that 
patients ought to be aware of? The number one is stones, but the thing, uh, Dr. Miller, a world-famous cardiovascular surgeon at the University of Washington, said the data on that is almost unheard of. You almost cannot be. They'll give an example. The government says 400 IUs, 400 IUs is all you need. Well, we know, we, we recommend 10,000. Oh my goodness. IUs. Complete difference. I'm gonna go over that in a little moment on vitamin D, how crucial that is. So yeah, kidney stones are the first thing you have if you went, if you went high. There's no health benefits that are gonna hurt you per se. But if you're low, rickets, which is the bone being uh, osteomalacia, under 50, there's actually studies that show hurts increased chance of cardiovascular disease. Again, over 80 has seen decreased cardio cancer recurrence in breast cancer, prostate cancer, some glandular types cancers. But I wanna go over a couple of things too. Metagenics puts it in with 110 micrograms of vitamin K2. We get vitamin K when cows eat grass. Vitamin K comes from chlorophyll. I think it's their second stomach, churns it into vitamin K2. We eat the meat, we get vitamin K2. You eat cod liver oil like your grandma told you to do, you got your D3. Got it, went down sudden plate. We don't get that anymore. You get grain-fed cows. They don't get the vitamin K2. So, to, so if there's an error there, vitamin K2 is crucial to absorb vitamin D3, but also crucial in the mechanism of how it works within the body, clotting aspects of it, membrane formation. This thing's all tied together. I'll do something real quick about, he was talking about he lives higher up in the Northern Hemisphere. Studies have shown women, mainly, and some men under the 35th degree latitude, increased MS because of low vitamin D. That's how important this is. I could go disease by disease by disease that we can see if we're low in vitamin D. And that's why it's important to understand how our body functions with vitamin D. How, how do you make vitamin D? I mean, do you have a bunch of cows eating grass? I mean, how do you do yeah. uh, Well, your body synthesizes vitamin D from the sun. So the sun hits your skin, it converts the cholesterol into a f- one form of vitamin D. The liver and kidneys then complete the confirmation uh, transformation process into vitamin uh, 125-hydroxy D3. That's the body user for, uh, side. That's how we produce it naturally. But like you said, that the where you live and how much exposure you get to the sun is a rate limiting factor. And SPF of eight or higher completely blocks the synthesis of vitamin D. And nobody uses eight. It's the UVA rays that cause burns of the skin. Yet the sunblock is UVB on our sunscreen. But UVB converts, I don't go that moment, just let the word he used. It converts cholesterol. I thought cholesterol was bad. Okay, so let's stop right there. So it converts cholesterol, which again, your brain, 25% of your brain is made out of cholesterol. So it's not bad and converts that into your body. So this whole, I'm not saying no sunscreen, to be clear on that. But maybe a sunscreen that blocks UVA is far superior to one that blocks a vitamin that 3,000 genes need. But I got a question. Where do you get your source, Jason, of the vitamin D? How do you make yours? Well, we scour raw material suppliers from all over the world, and uh, we do our due diligence on the raw material supply, and we make sure it hits assay. And if it doesn't hit, we we drop them. Yeah, most of the studies I read, it's it's cod liver. Oh, yes, the source (laughs) itself, yeah. What is the one thing about vitamin D most people don't know about? Tyler? I would say it's actually not a vitamin. It's a hormone. And being a hormone, it makes a huge impact on fatigue, bone health, because you think, oh, I need to drink my milk for strong bones. No, you need to take your uh, vitamin D3 supplement. Jason? Uh, before I get into that, I want to go back and correct something. The, sure. uh, the source that we have typically is from lanolin from sheep, chief source of raw materials for vitamin D. But I think one of the surprising facts is more recent research has shown that vitamin D is not only good for bone health and for your immune system, but it actually, a lot of more emerging research helps the tight junction in your gut, helps for leaky gut syndrome. That's kind of the, the neat new science that's coming out. As we know, there, like I said before, vitamin D has, uh, there are receptors for almost every cell line in the body. We largely don't know the role of what vitamin D plays in them. We just know that it plays a role. Yeah, it play, in the immune system, we have the humoral system and the, and the cell mediate system, uh, antibodies and cells. Vitamin D actually makes the, the antigen that your body's gonna attack actually exposes it to what's called the dendrites in the immune system to actually attack it correctly. Let's go over a couple data here. The government says you have to give 71 people the flu vaccine to f- cure one flu 
person. So 71 treated that don't get any benefit to one that gets benefited. Study out of Japan shows if you take a minimum of 4,000 IUs a day, you decrease the flu 800%. And think when the flu attacks. It attacks in the wintertime. It attacks when our body's not making our vitamin D from our cod liver we eat or from lanolin production. So the que- so that so the interesting is, is it's so complex. But to me, I read a paper about three months ago showing vitamin D may decrease Alzheimer's by 72%. Has to do with a gene called ApoE Ally4, uh, how we metabolize um, LDH oxidized in our brain. Some people are more prone to getting the bad oxidized LDL, which causes increases beta amyloid plaques build it up. But vitamin D actually inhibits that, as well as vitamin C and vitamin E. So I mean, we could sit and go, oh, so it does everything. When you start reading something that literally affects 3,000 of our 23,000 genes, it affects virtually everything. With someone who has a D level of 40 compared to someone with a D level of 80, is there a big difference? Let me go over that real quick. The yeah. government says 30 to 100, okay? That's a, that's a wide range. It's a three-fold it range all by itself. But the literature says above 30 stops rickets. I don't want to know what rickets is. That's a bo- little kids in 1900s that were having no, they're using the Northern Hemisphere in the wintertime, uh, osteomalacia. You have these cells called osteoblasts. Osteoblasts actually make bone. Now, what's important, you need two key vitamins to make bone. I mean, supplements, you need vitamin D and vitamin C. Vitamin C makes the collagen within the bone. The vitamin D takes the calcium, magnesium, makes it outside the bone. So vitamin D makes it hard, but hard is not strong. If hard can break, it's brittle. You need hard that can bend. The collagen from vitamin C makes it bend and be strong. Osteomalacia, you lose that part of it. So it's more flexible, but not strong. Now, then you have these bone cells, and what's needed for that is testosterone to make osteoblast takes the vitamin C, the vitamin D, and the minerals to make all that. So testosterone is paramount to make bone. Estrogen slows down the bone absorption because calcium itself is a mineral that's used for every, basically, how muscles talk to muscles, how nerves talk to muscles, how nerves talk to nerves, and need calcium at a proper ratio. So our bones being made and reabsorbed every millisecond. That's why these are crucial supplements to have there to make this thing be balanced, homostasis. So I know it gets a little complicated there, but that's how complicated our body is. So when you say these numbers, 40 would be okay, but the data shows above 60 is cardiovascular production on people preventing heart attacks and those who've had heart attacks. Above 80 has shown decreased cancer and recurrence of cancer. Because again, it's the immune system aspect of it that protects the cancer part over 80, and it's the blood flow aspect of it that helps the, the heart over the overall 50. Well, Jason, let me ask you this then. If there's that big a difference, you're out there, you're talking to doctors, and it would seem to me that this would be something that doctors would be talking about all the time with their patients. Yet, I, I got to be honest with you, I've never really had this discussion with my general practitioner. Are you seeing that doctors are embracing this now? It's slowly getting better, but it's still kind of an old school thought. But among functional medicine and integrative medicine circles, it's becoming, you know, they're reading the studies more and they're seeing how important it is and seeing the roles that vitamin D plays, specific roles as we get, as the research continues to go and we find out more things. Like I said, there's a lot of, a lot of most of the roles that vitamin D does, they don't know about yet. So we're still evolving that, but I still see a lot of people going back to that old, you know, let's just get you right around 30 so you don't have a deficiency disease versus something for your health. And that's a big difference in, in especially vitamin D. I love the way he said that is everything I'm talking about, the person I care about their health the most, my wife and me, then my kids, right? Everything we're talking about, I'm on. So it was, a, it was a journey I started. Why did I have this process? Why did I have this aspect of my life? Why did this occur? Why did that occur? It's just ignorant. We're trained that one pill fixes this or one pill fixes that. And at the, at the age of 70, the average person's on eight medication. That's yeah, true. So therefore, it has to be something more than that. But vitamin D, also crucial. It's fat soluble. You must take it with fat. You could take the best vitamin D, an empty stomach, you're not going to absorb any of it. That's why it's important to be educated 
And I like what Jason said, you talk to your provider. Tyler's talked about, talk to Dr. Google, and that's big to me. I think the search engine is insanely important. Any doctor is afraid of you to go Google things. They really believe that four years of medical school prepares them for every new drug or every new medicine or every new supplement or every new procedure in the world is insane. Knowledge changes at a rate that's astronomically quick. And if you're not, if you don't want to keep continuing that, then you look back at America, over 66% of us are obese, overweight. That's insanity. Why? You know, uh, we're dying of these, we're on these chronic diseases for years. Why? Wash U in St. Louis five years ago did a study saying if you're on vitamin D above 80, you can increase your life expectancy five years. Just vitamin D over 80, increase your life expectancy five years. I'm going to get let's, a case let's, right let's, now let's, just let's, before I go. That's amazing. What do you, Tyler, you interact with the patients. What kind of response do you get from them? They, I think the biggest response is great because we have vitamin D on our lab panel. So it's something tangible they can see, their direct number. So when they start taking it and then they see their difference between their pre labs and then post after they've been taking vitamin D for four weeks or four months, they can see how much that vitamin D made a difference just because their number goes up drastically, especially those people that have been taking it for a while with something else when they had a lower vitamin D. Well, Jason, Metagenics has a plethora of products. They really do. Where does vitamin D rank in all of that? It's right up there in the top. I mean, it's one of the core foundational things that people need because it has such a role in the body. You know, I think of vitamin D along with probiotics and multivitamin, fish oil, things like that, just foundationally good things that a lot of people don't get in their diet. Diet first is what everyone should do. There's no question about it. But those four areas are usually the most supplemented because they're deficient in the diet or hard to get. That's funny because when Tyler talked about she deals with the patient when they leave, but I spend time with them and go over this. And I actually have a vitamin list and I write down vitamins of importance. And number one, I put vitamin D. Number two, I put vitamin C probiotic three, fish oil four, and a multivitamin five. And I put them in order like that saying, my dream you take all of these, and then we'll walk you through why uh, indolol three is important on their certain things, but those are my top five because they affect so many things. There was a study again showing vitamin C in men and women over the age of 60 is the only thing shown to increase life expectancy. Isn't that the game? It is the game. That's the game. It man. is. Take away. Take your supplements. Um, I know I was uh, not the best at taking my supplements or nutraceuticals, and my vitamin D was at 27, and I'm a sun worshiper. <laughs> I love the sun. So when my vitamin D was at 27 in July, I was like, okay, maybe I do need to take uh, my vitamin D, and I started taking it for my gut health and for my fatigue, and I've really felt a difference. Jason, how about you? Yeah, just for people to work with their practitioner, look at their levels and find out what they need for optimal health and not just for preventing deficiency disease, but for health. And doctor. Yeah, wellness over prevention actually is a great offense better than a defense. Yeah, I think a great way to look at supplements is um, how you save for retirement. You might not see the benefit of taking your vitamin D three months, four months down the road, but when you're 60 and you're not falling and breaking your hip, you're gonna be very thankful that you took your supplements as you are aging. That's a good point. No one wants to fall and break their hip, that's I for sure. No, yeah. certainly I do not. Who do you know that's 60 this year? Uh, Greg Brannon. <laughs> he certainly doesn't look it, he doesn't. Well, folks, we appreciate the time you take, not only exploring the webpage, but listening to the podcast. And of course, sometimes these raise more questions than answers because there's a lot of information here. Do not hesitate to pick up the phone and call because these people are wonderful. So I'll take the time with you and answer all of your questions. And to Dr. Brannon and Jason and Tyler, thank you for your time today. 